Good is the enemy of great. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. That's from Jim Collins, who then wrote the book Good to Great, about how organisations could reinvent themselves to become extraordinary. I've always loved that quote because it occurs to me that it's the essence of what it takes to pursue excellence. Hello. In this, the third and last episode on my series on humility, I want to explore how developing humility actually is the gateway to the pursuit of excellence, and that the lack of humility makes it very hard to make that transition from good to great. I think most of us feel blessed with the ability to be good at some things, but many fewer people actually continue on a lifelong pursuit of excellence, because I think that requires a continual desire to learn and a willingness to be critical enough of oneself in a kind of objective way to really distinguish between good and great. I'm working with a client organisation at the moment who are very good. Not just good, I'd say they're very good. But they've lost that pursuit of excellence and they're not humble. Actually, I've worked with quite a number of organisations like that over the years and I wonder whether you have as well, who have similar characteristics. This client's had a lot of success They've got some technical and product advantages which are almost impossible for anyone else to replicate. And it's made them very reliable and very in demand from customers. And they're considered a great place to win a job. So what's the problem then, I think, is what many of their employees would say. Well, I think I would respond by saying that with any situation where you have a sense of infallibility, There are always some deeper sustainability risks which can cause problems and in this organisation have already caused some problems and are likely to cause more in the future. And the CEO here knows that they have to reinvent themselves ahead of these problems causing more damage. But he's facing the challenge of a lack of humility in the culture because the company thinks it's good, actually thinks it's really good and has lost that hunger to pursue excellence. At a personal level, I know people who are like that too. One friend of my son's was born very privileged, and as an only child, he was kind of spoiled and always being told he was special and exceptional and so on, and I think he thinks he's already great. But he lacks that passion to pursue excellence. And he's an actor, and he's been auditioning for lots of roles and getting a lot of rejections. And we had a meal together just a while ago. And as we were finishing dessert, he said to me, he asked me straight out, do you think that I'm good enough to go all the way as an actor? And I must say, I was surprised and actually delighted that he had asked. Because it was the first time I'd heard him show that humility or that vulnerability or any doubt about himself. 
I told him that I didn't know, but I loved that he was asking the question because it's from that place of humility that learning then happens. There's a kind of a restless dissatisfaction visible in those who really have that pursuit of excellence at the top of their values hierarchy. And it's very similar in those organizations and in individuals, I find, who are pursuing innovation. Because innovation and the pursuit of excellence has got to start with that realistic and honest acceptance of your current state, where you really are good and where you're not, and where you've made mistakes and where you've failed and why you failed, always taking responsibility for your part in it. But you know, despite the opportunities that exist for those of us who really want to pursue this route, whether we're individuals or organizations, there seems to be this big barrier to doing that, which is this lack of humility and a fear, I think, of the possibility of not already being great and of the vulnerability that that involves. You know, I'm not perfect. And this is the reason why I wanted to share this with you in this podcast, because for me, I rank the lack of humility as probably one of the main reasons why so many organizations and individuals don't reach their full potential and get stuck at a certain level. Eventually then, you know, they tend to get overtaken as some others come up behind who are hungrier, who are less defensive and more open and more open to that lifelong learning and growth. So in a practical sense, you know, what can we do about that? You know, humility isn't an easy thing to wake up one morning and say, right, okay, this is how I'm going to be. So I'll give you a couple of tips that I've found work well. I think the best place to start is to define and actually become passionate about a really big vision, a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Because that pursuit of excellence does need a picture of, of, of what excellence would actually look like. And it seems that that's the easiest and perhaps the least threatening way to jolt someone or to jolt oneself or one's team out of that fixed mindset, which is so associated with the lack of humility. And one of the most well-known and successful big goals I know you would have all heard of was um, John Kennedy when he said at the beginning of the 60s that he was going to put a man on the moon and bring him back again by the end of the decade. Now that, you know, in that 10-year period when he first announced that as a goal was a massive, massive stretch. You know, they didn't have the technology, they didn't have the there were so many problems that they had to solve, so much they had to invent in order to achieve that. And when you set yourself that kind of goal, there is just no room for arrogance or defensiveness. Because if your vision is big enough, that assumes everything. That becomes more important. And then that growth or that learning mindset is the essential starting point, I think, to pursue that big goal. So if you suspect that you lack humility, and I think we all do in, in areas, but in any particular area, what I encourage you to do is to set yourself a goal which deliberately puts yourself outside of your comfort zone or your zone of expertise. And in a small way, the fact that you're listening to this podcast today is actually the result of my setting a big goal for myself, which would force me into a zone where I was in that I don't know, I feel vulnerable state, where I wasn't an expert. Because I'm really used to speaking in front of big groups 
And for those of you who do it, when you speak in front of a big group, you project your voice and you get this instant feedback from the audience. Even if they don't say anything, you can see their reaction. And I've kind of mastered a lot of that skill, though I know I've still got some areas to grow. But recording a podcast is really different. It's kind of intimate. It's kind of me talking to you on a one-on-one basis. So I don't have to project my voice in the same way, and I have to connect with you in a very different way. And the timings are different. The rhythm is different. And when I started making these podcasts, I felt very humble, very small, very nervous, and making a lot of mistakes. And now a year later, I actually feel much more comfortable. So now I'm going, okay, how do I stretch myself again? What's my next big stretch in pursuit of excellence? So you've been the beneficiary of one from me. (laughs) And if you set yourself a goal, which you really want to achieve, and which to do that, you will have to feel not masterful, then that is a good way of opening yourself up to that level of humility and learning and vulnerability. I think another way, a second good way, is to force yourself to make mistakes, to go to your real limit and beyond that point where it will be impossible for you to get everything right. You really have to make enough mistakes that you start getting used to them, comfortable with them, because then you don't need to feel that you've got to look good all the time and be perfect. And some sports lend themselves to that. You know, you just hit ball after ball and some are good and some are not so good, but you keep hitting because the key is building that state of mind where you can be completely comfortable that you're not great yet because you know that you're learning and you're improving. So there you have my thoughts on the value of humility. I think it's essential for the pursuit of excellence and huge goals. I think it's essential for building lifelong learning and curiosity, essential for opening yourself up to others by being more accessible. Humility is actually one of my favorite corporate values because it offers the potential for so much growth. And this episode of Walking Your Talk is a significant one because it's actually the 50th. And you know, it marks a year of my putting out weekly episodes in this podcast for you, each one designed to help you to walk your talk in pursuit of your organization's culture and your own success. We took two weeks off at Christmas, but apart from that, there's been one every episode, one every week for the last year. So as I record this episode, I'm in a coronavirus lockdown, and I want to take this opportunity actually to reflect on the direction I want to take this podcast next. So I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and then restart, probably with a slightly different set of topics and a different format. So thank you so much for your support in listening to these episodes, and I hope they've provided you with some really useful insights and tips that you can put into practice. I've tried to design them as a a personal development journey where you can dip in and out of different topics. So I'll say goodbye for now, and I'll be back on air in a couple of weeks, and I look forward to you joining me again then.